0: Hello, and welcome back to the 8th episode of the Triborough Podcast. I'm your host, Just Alonzo, by my co-host, Nicholas O'Brien. How are you doing, Nicholas?
1: I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty, pretty good. good? The Mets are handling business, as they should. Mm-hmm. Not much to complain about.
0: Yeah. Uh, I almost had a lot to complain about. Yeah. But, um...
1: Garrett Cole saved.
0: Garrett... Not even Garrett Cole. Um, just... I would have been very, very... There would have been... If you thought the Brewer series was bad for your reactions, yeah. if they lost this series at home to their sons,
1: that would have been something. Have been. How'd that sweep go, by the way?
0: That, 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 that. Sorry. sorry. That, 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 that. that. Sorry. There's positives to take. Yeah. We'll get into that. Yes, we will. Um, Yeah, we're also in Manhattan. We're going to be doing our first in-season one, right? I believe it's our second. So, well, like one that's actually... Related to this. Oh, related to this. Yes. Do, like the punishments. Yes. Um. Yeah, we're gonna be doing bullpen trust trees. Yes. Um. Yeah. Let's get That's
1: into it. it. Let's go. Now entering Queens. Welcome to Queens, where the Mets just finished up a three-game series in Oakland. Where they thankfully, Hell incarnate. thankfully swept the A's. The third game was a bit stressful for a lot of reasons that sh- shouldn't be, but regardless, they still got away with 3 uh, game's sweep. You look like, like one of those sweep.
0: people on a runway where you're just like directing stuff, except yeah. it was just not coordinated because you're going like this the entire game.
1: I know. It was an eventful one, but we'll get into that. But first off, as always, the injury report brought to you by Tribro MD, Dr. O'Brien. First off, Justin Verlander, he threw his first bullpen session. Buck said it went very well. Verlander himself thinks he'll be back by the end of April. So probably looking at the first series back from the West Coast trip, so I think that's the Nationals or the Braves. I forget which one. Him during the Braves series would be pretty nice, just saying. No pressure. But next off, we got Steven Nagosik, who took a – Comebacker off his elbow in Friday's game, he was pitching really well. He took a line drive like to the elbow. It looked like his back, but I think mm. it hit his elbow more than his back. But regardless, he, he goes on the fifteen-day IL with an elbow bone bruise. So that'll probably take a few days to heal up. Yeah, um, probably of course, more a
0: precautionary thing. Then. Yeah,
1: a bone bruise doesn't sound too bad. Kind of things yeah. so we just gotta like let it rest. Um, The corresponding move was right-handed pitcher Jimmy Yacobonis. It's a fun name to say. After that, a moment of silence for Dennis Santana, Mm -hmm. who got DFA'd earlier this week. He has really good stuff. He just walks way too many guys, which I feel like is such a...
0: And he's in front of the pod, so that's like plus 20. I know.
1: But I feel like it's always like, oh, he has good stuff, but he always walks a lot of guys. That's always like the The, one reliever thing. But unfortunately, he got DFA'd. Uh, Jose Buto was brought up, who pitched uh, game three, because Max Scherzer, lingering soreness from his last start. They took some imaging, showed no structural damage. They say he's going to pitch Wednesday against the Dodgers. Scherzer said he's dealt with something like this before like it's not the scapula but it's like below it he mm-hmm. said he dealt with like the same issue in 2019 so he says he's fine i think it's also it also could be one of those things where like would you rather your pitch against yeah. the a's or would you rather pitch against the dodgers mm. either way it's,
0: it's kind of one of those things where it's like it works out in so many different ways because yes. like oh it's not a big deal but we could also pitch him against the dodgers so it's like
1: yeah so it's it's probably one of those things where he could have pitched through he it. He
0: probably would have. He probably wanted to pitch through it. Right. But then Buck, like, thought it out and, like, said, like, all right, here, yeah. let's look. Would they you were, rather, yeah. especially appeal to, like, his big game mentality, would you rather pitch against the Athletics or right. the Dodgers?
1: Right. And Buck said that they were going to, like, inject a sixth starter during this long West Coast trip anyways. hmm so, instead of doing it against the Dodgers or Giants, they did it against the A's, which I feel like works out better for everybody. Mm-hmm. But, after that, we'll get into the
0: games. Well, not for the Dodgers or Giants, well, but... Well,
1: yeah. But, regardless, looks like he'll be fine. Pitch once they get the Dodgers, but game one, the Oakland series, Kodai Senga, shaky start, the sh- by far the shakiest we've seen him pitch for... Four and two-thirds, seven hits, four and runs, four walks, seven strikeouts. Four walks.
0: And how many innings?
1: Four and two-thirds. Yeah, that's... Right. So a little concerning, but this is also a game where the Mets scored a lot of runs. Mm -hmm. So he was sitting down like half an hour in between innings. So it's one of those things where...
0: And that's also not a real baseball stadium, so there's probably no like adrenaline or like any of that stuff. I,
1: I think they said on the broadcast that the mound is also different in Oakland. <laughs> right. So Of,
0: coor- of course. It, why wouldn't it be? Yeah.
1: So not only was he adjusting from Japanese mounds to MOE bounds, but now y- he had to MLB adjust. Bounds. MOB bounds. He's speaking too fast. <laughs> but now he had to adjust to Oakland, who does everything wrong. Mm-hmm. But he sat down with like 30 minutes between each inning, so – I'm willing to chalk it up as like a he couldn't really get into a rhythm type thing. Yeah. And he ran into some bad luck. Some bloopers fell that scored a couple of runs. So it is what it is. Especially
0: in that stadium. It's so big that a lot more like bloopers right. are gonna fall. Right.
1: So it is what it is, but still looked good. Seven strikeouts and not even five innings. Take that any day. Um on the other side, James Cap I,
0: I can't pronounce it.
1: Capriellen.
0: Yankee legend.
1: Seven walks in less than four innings. Yeah. Six earned runs.
0: He literally is on an MLB roster to pitch against the Yankees, then does absolutely nothing for the against rest. Against anybody else.
1: But for the scoring summary, summary, <laughs> a lot. They scored a lot of runs. Mucho runs. They won this game. I forget the number. 13-4, I
0: want to say. Du, 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 I know, du, du. sorry, 17-6. 17-6
1: That's yeah. why I couldn't remember, because it's 17 runs yeah. in a baseball game. Obviously, the athletics pitching helped a lot, because they walked about 16 batters. The New York
0: Jets beat the Oakland Raiders 17-6. Seriously.
1: So they scored a lot of runs, highlighted by Francisco Lindor Grand Slam. Obviously, if I went through the entire summer, we'd be here for a while. So, they scored a lot. Mucho. Mucho runs. But good first game, you know, this is what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. The athletics are barely a major league team, so you have to beat they up on them. They're not a major league team. Right. You can't
0: even say barely.
1: Right. I think the Syracuse Mets are better than <laughs> the Oakland Athletics. but Maybe the
0: Yankees double-A Somerset Patriots.
1: Seriously. but uh, This is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to beat up on bad teams, and oh, they beat up on them. So, not much else to say there, but going on to game two, Carlos Carrasco. He looked a lot better, I will say, but his velocity still dipped a little bit, and his control was not pristine. Mm-hmm. So, five innings, four hits, two earned runs, one walk, three Ks. He also hit three batters. Mm-hmm. So, chalk it up four walks, essentially. Much better. You know, two runs, but, you know, still not...
0: Yeah. Great. Four painful walks.
1: Yeah, he's treading in the right, trending in the right direction. I will say, but again, it's the athletics. So like, how much I don't know how much I can take from this, but look, they're still major leaguers. I I should give them some credit because they're a much better hitting team than pitching team. But regardless, Carrasco did a lot better, but still not great. But again, he's trending in the right direction, so I'll chalk it up as a win. Mm. Scoring summary for this game, uh, Alonzo solo home run, Canna solo home run, and the Nimmo RBI double. They won this game 3-2. to two. Um, Very close game. You know, it was a good good game. Carrasco looked a lot better. You know, Alonzo's doing his thing. Canna hit a, his first home run of the year, which is great. Nimmo gave us the lead uh, late innings. So, good game. Supposed to – again, you're supposed to beat up on these teams. Yeah. Good teams beat bad teams. Exactly. So, like, as much as you want to look at, like, someone's schedule and, like, oh, they're playing bad teams, Mm. they're supposed to be beating the bad teams. So, so far, so good. No stress. Well, not as much stress in this game. Game three. Oh, boy. So, like I said earlier, Jose Buto came up to pitch this game instead of Max Scherzer. Five innings, five hits, one run run. Four walks, two strikeouts. Perfect. Mm. I, look, he's in AAA. T- last time he got called up was that Phillies game. That was extremely back and forth that he kind of blew up in. Mm-hmm. I forget the exact score, but it was, like, it was basically just a slugfest. So he got lit up. But bouncing back and for his second major league start, five five solid, solid innings. I feel like you take that. Mm. JP Sears,
0: former Yankee, former Yankee
1: legend. He came in the Montas trade, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He looked good. I mm. will say, he, he's very explosive with his windup. Some, mm. Something I just wanted to note. Yeah. Like when he throws a ball, he like his leg kind of comes with him. But he looked really good, so maybe the A's got something yeah. there.
0: I think uh, we were talking about this. I think he is going to be a very high end four right. or a pretty solid three. Right. He's not going to be more. He's probably not going to be less. Right. Which those guys get paid. Like yeah. I used the example of Tyone. Tyone got sixty million. Something like fifty, sixty million. Right. Guys like that get paid. Yeah. So he's a solid. Very
1: solid. Yeah. I mean, he struck out. Pretty sure he struck out Alonso twice. Mm-hmm. And I think it, his fastball isn't like elite speed. He's more. He's
0: a crafty guy. He's right. a craftier guy. But
1: I think it's. He's very lengthy, so I think it's his Played extension, up. yeah, really helps his fastball play up. But just wanted to highlight that since you know he was a Yankee, but uh, scoring summary for this game for a team that gets a lot of crap for not having enough power, Tommy Pham solo home run, Lindor solo home run, Alonzo solo home run, and then a pass ball scores Escobar. Mm-hmm. So
0: that's baseball, thi- Susan. Right.
1: This game was a lot more stressful than it needed to be. The Mets were up 2-0. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
1: then I believe Butoh gave up his one run. No, I lied. They were up one nothing. Butoh gave up his one run. Lendore made it 2-1. John Curtis then came in, kind of had his first clunker of the year. He gave up a two-run double to Shea Langoliers, who was a former Brave, so it makes sense.
0: The, uh, what's it called, Olsen trade? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, it was yes. him and Pache, and then yeah. Pache is on the Phillies. The
1: Phillies, anyways, we 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 could we could talk about the dysfunctional A's like <laughs> this entire episode, but of course Shane Langoliers rips a two-run double in the gap. The A's then take a three-to-two lead, but Alonzo in yeah. top of the ninth. Not you, Pete Alonso. Not sorry, not okay. Justin Alonso. Okay. Pete Alonzo then, no, 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 the baseball player. Okay. Then comes up, top of the ninth inning, hits an absolute bomb, almost dead center. Ties the game at three. Then chaos ensues. So the Mets got bases loaded in top of the ninth after the Alonzo home run. Came down to Escobar. Bases loaded, one out. (laughs) Grounds into a double play that I called that you called immediately. He pulled I up his chair right five next. Five
0: seconds later, pulled up
1: his chair right next to me. He's gonna hit into a double play. Next pitch hits into a double play.
0: No, no, because you said something, and then I said no, 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 it's the other way around, and I don't, I don't know if you want to spoil. Not, this. Yet, not, not yet. yet, not yet. yet. Not yeah, yet.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get, we'll, we'll get into that. But Escobar grounds into a double play, and then. Jimmy Yacobonis makes his Mets debut, has a little bit of an adventure.
0: I don't know what team legend. I believe Ray's legend. I think
1: they got him from the That sounds like a made-up name from the Rays. That's what I'm saying. I, be- I think they got him from the Rays. He looks like a Ray. Like just yeah. like his wind-up. He's very, like, explosive. and He's very, like, he's crafty. He's a weirdo. He's yeah. a weirdo. I, with a last name, Yacobonis. I I, like That's a name. I love yeah. like that. But he has a little bit of an adventure, gets into some trouble, but remains unscathed to bring the Mets into extra innings. Then Escobar starts on second base with the uh, run out second base rule. I believe this is the first extra inning games that the Mets played. Mm-hmm. Did the Yan- have the Yankees played an extra y- inning game yet?
0: I don't think so. Clay Holmes almost blew up in Cleveland, but other right. than that, I don't.
1: So first extra inning games of the podcast. Yeah. Escobar starts on second this is base. This your
0: extra inning coverage brought to you by the Trevor Podcast. The Podcast.
1: Escobar starts on second base. Alvarez gets him over to third with a flyout. And then Nimo strikes out. Not looking good. Marte walks. Lindor walks on a, I think it was ruled a passed ball. No, no. I think it was ruled a wild pitch.
0: Regardless. It, Regardless. The ball got past the catcher.
1: Ball got past the catcher. Escobar strolls on in from third. Mets take the lead, 4-3. Couldn't catch in after that, but it's okay. And David Robertson comes in, puts on a low Houdini act, gets him, hits the first batter oh. he sees. So it's first and second. Uh, batter after that bunts. Robertson gets the bunted ball, double clutches as he throws it to third, gets the out,
0: is and one clutch enough? Not two. No,
1: two. Two
0: makes it scary.
1: So that was a first out. And then I believe it was a strikeout. And then a ground out. Mets win the game 4-3. Very stressful. Uh again, uh props to JP Sears. It was a really good game by him, mm-hmm. keeping them the Mets down to only I believe he only gave up one run. I think the Lindor home run was off another lefty. But Overall, it was a very solid outing from Budo.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Again, called up like a few days ago to come up to spot start. Mm. I think he did great. I, like I said. Of called up? Not yet. Not yet. A L- little hint, but Stop not teasing. yet. Not yet. Wait. Mm. Wait. But Budo looked really good. Again, four walks and five innings. Yikes. Mm. But look, he's still barely a major leader yet. He's still. Developing in A. so I think this outing is more than you can ask for from him. And mm-hmm. like like we said earlier, I think it, this plays very well. You have Budo pitch against the A's instead of the Dodgers or the Giants, mm-hmm. so I think it worked out really well.
0: Especially not even for Scherzer and the team, but also for him, because that's right. like I don't think you could get more low pressure, than low pitching stakes, against the A's. pitching against the A's right. in Oakland, right. on a Sunday day game,
1: right. So I think it worked perfectly for everybody, but look, it was a very stressful game for no reason, <laughs> but thankfully the Mets got the sweep, as I asked, so thank you. This is what you're supposed to do.
0: Take notes, Yankees.
1: Yeah. But since you keep alluding to it, the Wait, big- Wait, I'm
0: alluding to something?
1: A little bit. The big news of the day. the Mets got The Mets swept, yay, but- Earlier this who morning. Who cares about that? Yeah, who cares? Earlier this morning, Brett Austin Beatty. No, nah, I'm out. It's coming up in I'm the out. major nope. leagues.
0: With au- Austin, Austin, I'm it's out. He's a Texas boy. Can we just call him Austin? No. I'm calling him Austin Beatty.
1: Okay. Brett Beatty is being called up. Well, back up, I guess, mm. to join the team. And I mean. Well
0: deserved. Well deserved. Well deserved. Look, at
1: these stats are just insane. In nine games, Beatty slashed 400 batting average, 500 on base percentage, 500 on base percentage. Literally flip a coin. Yeah, literally got on base half the time. Yeah. An 886 slugging, which is good for 1.386 OPS. Dude, his on
0: base was a good slugging.
1: I know. Five home runs in nine games. I'm at a loss for words, obviously. It's the right move. Mm-hmm. It was the wrong move to start him in AAA.
0: And we both agree. And I'm pretty sure they don't even wrong. get the year. Like, they don't get the year of I service don't time. Think so it's like think so. Why, why right. keep him down for, like, what, 15 days? Yeah. If you're not going to keep him down the for entire... Like, he should have been on the roster regardless. Yeah. But that's... I and just, I mean... I hate that. I hate service time manipulation. I know.
1: So do I. But it's it, the other thing is Escobar has just looked
0: mm-hmm. uh, almost me, just, unplayable. Just because I don't want it to come off, I've been also like very much so for Beatty coming up. Yeah, no. Just so that there's no like confusion yeah. in the way I'm saying it. I, I feel
1: I feel like that's apparent. Yeah. But Escobar just has looked unplayable. And look, and if his double play, bases loaded, ground out. Yeah is his last at-bat or at least starting at-bat for the Mets. I don't know. The corresponding move has not been announced yet, so we're not sure who's getting DFA'd, who's Mm -hmm. getting optioned, who's getting cut. We don't know.
0: Maybe even a potential injury that they've been, like, hiding. Right.
1: So if that ground out was Escobar's last starting at-bat, if you want to call it, kind of fitting, it's – frustrating, he was frustrated, you know, Mm -hmm. he grounded into it, he got to first and he slammed his helmet down, and I feel for the guy, like, I want him to succeed, I was really hoping he pulled through, and the, what I said earlier that he alluded to,
0: you say what you started with, yeah,
1: so I, when it was bases loaded, I said that Escobar, watch Escobar come through here, and then...
0: Billy Eppler is going on the roster. Yeah,
1: Billy Eppler going to get back on the phone and like, "Hey, Beatty, turn around."
0: Yeah, and then I said, "No, he was about to hit into a double play to solidify his DFA." Not even 5 seconds yeah. later, you just see a First slow chopper and to the shortstop
1: double play. But it's very fitting, unfortunately. Yeah. It's just It's been a very frustrating contract overall, I yeah. feel. I mean, besides his September like hot streak, Escobar hasn't really done much. And I absolutely loved the signing when it happened. Mm-hmm. I thought it was more underrated. Like, I didn't, Marte was a good signing. Canna was a good signing. I really liked Escobar.
0: I, it did nothing for me. It was one of those signings. I look at it, and I'm like, okay, what? Right. Why?
1: But I do hope he stays around in some capacity. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to DFA him or cut him or trade him or whatever with him. He's not... No, he. I think. Look, baseball is a very mental game. Mm -hmm. I think we've kind of established that some things we've talked about. So him knowing that Beatty's kind of lurking, gonna. He's look. These guys are not hermits. They have social media. Mm, You know, he can look at Beatty's stats. Right. He, he has Beatty's stats whenever he wants, and I'm sure they talk, not talk about it, but he overhears things.
0: And also the media is probably down his throat with it. Yes,
1: so it could be a very well-mental thing, but look, Escobar is still a very, I feel, important piece to this team. Forget about player. He's a great clubhouse guy, mm-hmm. and he's, he's like the heart and soul of this team, mm-hmm. and I love the guy. I think he's just, great. Just tell
0: him, like, hey, you're not on the roster anymore. Like, we're DFAing you, but we're going to pay you twice your contract just, stay just to be in the clubhouse. <laughs> like, we'll hire you as like our backup to assistant regional manager oh just God. so you stay just in the clubhouse. Just stay in the clubhouse.
1: But, no. So, I still think he's valuable as like a utility guy. Maybe you work in some DH at bats. Mm-hmm. From you have
0: really bad value on utility players. No, I don't. No, I don't.
1: Anyways, I think you could get some at bats at DH, you know, utility guy. Maybe they start looking at Beatty in the outfield a little bit Mm. more. I don't know yet.
0: From the can at bats, like I was saying earlier. Right.
1: Maybe we're not sure yet. This is also very brand new. We don't even know who's getting sent out. Exactly. We don't even know the corresponding move, like I said. So, congrats to Beatty. I think well, well-deserved. He basically gave the Mets absolutely no choice.
0: Mm-hmm. But... Literally look. half the time he gave the Mets no choice.
1: I know. But look, um, it is, it's is—it's the right move. I think it deepens the lineup a lot. I'm, I forgot the exact numbers, but Beatty has the highest average exit reload in the minors. You know who's also playing in the minors right now?
0: Don't don't say his name.
1: Fernando Tatis Jr. is rehabbing right now.
0: Cause he lost the juice. He did lose. He, the juice. Lo- he lost the juice. But Brett his ring Beatty. Healed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Finally, but Brett Beatty has a higher average exit velo than Fernando Tatis Jr. Small sample size, like tenish games, but still. But Tatis
0: it, hit like a home run every at bat.
1: Right. It shows how much of an impact Beatty can make. It's
0: because he's a lefty. Yes. That's the only reason why.
1: I know. Lefties you, you are just your, better. Yeah, you and your infatuation of lefties. But look, he he's looked great. He deserves it. Any defensive question marks I feel like will come not come, but like will fix itself over time. Mm. Just
0: kind of smooth over.
1: Yeah. I don't he's not gonna be unplayable at third. He's not gonna be Nolan Arenado. He's gonna be Average, he's going to be serviceable. Happy birthday,
0: Nolan Arenado.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Happy 32nd birthday.
0: Six-time platinum glove winner. Yeah. Has more gold, had up until a couple days ago, had more gold gloves than years of service time.
1: Anyways, not a Cardinals podcast, no, thank that was, very much. Okay, that's a crazy stat. Though. It is, it is. Yes, Ar- Aaron- Nolan Arenado is a very good baseball player. Anyways. Goddamn right. Brett Beatty is going to make his debut in the Dodgers series. So looking ahead to the Dodgers series, starting a three-game set with them tomorrow. So game one, David Peterson versus Dustin May. Peterson's only faced the Dodgers once. It's a very short outing. Three and two-thirds, two hits, four runs, one earned. So that that came last year, I believe. And then Dustin May. The Mets have not faced May Hmm. since 2019 when he was a reliever. Yeah, so in a relief appearance, work. so not much to go off of there.
0: And also, did you see that like video game pitch he threw in the Diamondbacks game, Dustin
1: May? Yeah, yeah, that was yes. That's, he like, he is disgusting. It
0: literally looked like the TV broadcast glitched. Yeah, like it just did not make physical no s- physics sense. It, it's
1: like it lagged. Defied it the laws here, of physics and then moved down. Yeah. But regardless, Dustin May is a very good pitcher. That's your game one set. Game two, Tyler McGill versus Clayton Kershaw. McGill, one game against the Dodgers, five innings pitch, six hits, three end runs, six Ks. I feel like you take that mm-hmm. any day of the week with McGill. But...
0: And the this Dodgers lineup isn't as good as yours. I lineup. would
1: say so as well. I believe that outing came in 21, so two years ago. Okay. I Or... Or was it 22? But still, even a year ago, the Dodgers lineup looks very different. Clayton Kershaw, on the other hand, he has a very good career versus the Mets. But obviously, Kershaw, not Kershaw is not the Kershaw so. of the early 2000s, 2010s. Yeah. But in one game last year, he was. <laughs> Five innings pitched, one hit, one earned run, three walks, six Ks. Uh, I feel like you can't really take Kershaw for granted Uh, No matter as as old as he is, he's still one of the better pitchers. I was
0: gonna say, I feel like he's still like not elite, but like that step down. But he has like all that experience, which can make him almost play up more. And really, the only question mark with him is the health.
1: Right. So like you basically know what you're getting when he's on the mound.
0: You have a chance to win when Clayton Kershaw is on the mound. Definitely,
1: and he is a lefty, so we'll see. Also gives Beatty, assuming he plays. His first look against a lefty, a very good lefty in that, so I think that'll be very telling.
0: And I feel like Kershaw is—that's such a brutal matchup. Yeah. Because like if it's like Velo or whatever, he's probably faced flamethrowers. But like this is a one of the craftiest movement type lefties right. you—he may see his entire generational curve. He may ball. never see a curveball that nasty in his career. Exactly.
1: So it, I think there's going to be a very good test for Beatty, assuming he plays, but. The last game is what I'm excited for. Max Scherzer, like we mentioned before, up against Noah Syndergaard. Well, former team action.
0: For both players.
1: Yeah. Syndergaard, the Mets have never faced him, obviously.
0: I don't think that's going to be an issue. Right.
1: The two times they could have last year, his Angel start got pushed back a day. And then his Philly start against the Mets got pushed back a day. So I think the Mets are finally going to be able to face Syndergaard. And there's a chance face that he gets pushed back a day. I know. If, if he gets pushed back a day, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm assuming he's, he's just like, yeah, he just doesn't want to face the Mets. Run free. Seriously. And look, Syndergaard, as much as it hurts to say this, is not the Syndergaard that the Mets knew. He's a 92, 95 at best guy, yeah. sinkerball pitcher no now. He's no longer Thor. He's he no is. longer Thor. I don't know. Uh, I forgot. What's his name? Anyways.
0: He's more like a Percy Jackson now.
1: Sure. Half like he, half god. Like a ha god. Like a demigod. Even
0: then, even that's, that's like... That's
1: too much. Donald yeah. Blake. That's what it is. <laughs> Thor's alter ego. <laughs> Donald Blake. Anyways. Sergio versus the Dodgers in his career, 93 and two thirds, a 2.59 ERA. He hasn't faced them since 2021, mm-hmm. which is funny since that's the year he was traded to the Dodgers. But get, you kind of know what you're getting when Surger on the mound, kind of with Kershaw, no matter how old he is. You, mm. For the most part, he's had a rough few outings with the Mets. Sergio's going to give you a chance to win any times mm-hmm. on the mound. but
0: You also just got to hope that that. Pushback right. maybe helps with that wall. Maybe like push yeah. that wall another right. inning. Right. So
1: instead of hitting the wall in the, the sixth f- inning, six maybe seventh. Maybe, maybe he doesn't
0: they take him out after six, so he can't hit it in the 7th. Right. Seventh. Maybe he never
1: hits the wall at yeah. all. But some notable players. This is insane to me. At Dodger Stadium, Pete Alonso is hitting 360 with seven home runs, 16 RBI, and 12 games. Mm-hmm. He loves hitting a Dodgers stadium. Yeah. Um, the only guy I could find that had like, enough sample size against Syndergaard was Tommy Pham, but he's probably not even going to play against him. He's 4 for 10, hitting 400 for nine, a flat 900 OPS, hmm. but he's probably not even going to play against him, so he can't even take that into account. Then Lindor, uh, he's hitting 306 with a home run against the Dodgers. And Nimmo's hitting 310 of two home runs. Mm. So, not a lot to go off. I think that Syndergaard game is going to be kind of interesting. I mean, the Mets haven't seen Syndergaard. I don't. They versed the Angels and the Phillies last year when they were here on the team, they never faced him. I don't know what to expect. It's uh, he's either in the Mets seven
0: shutout no hit innings or or he's doesn't out make by it out of the third right.
1: So I don't exactly know what to expect, but no hate against Syndergaard, but it would be nice to get a little, little a little sucks. a little because I feel like moving to the Angels was kind of mean.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But anyways, but look, that's the Dodger series. Dodgers are still a very good team, mm-hmm. I will say. Not as good. I mean, we've talked about it in our preseason projections. Not as good as years past, mm-hmm. but they're still the Dodgers. You know, they. Jason Hayward is a good baseball player yeah. again. David Peralta is getting some clutch just, hits. This like, is
0: a little off topic, but I ahead. love how they literally got Hayward from the Cubs. Bellinger went to the Cubs, and now they're both, like, Yeah, and they just played back.
1: against each other.
0: No, but like, they're both, like, coming back. Oh, like yeah.
1: Maybe reviving their career. Yeah. But, look, the Dodgers are still... The Dodgers, as much as we say that they're not as good, they're still going to be one of the better teams We're in saying the not as
0: good as the 110 wins. Right. It's more like 100 wins, 95 maybe. wins. Yeah.
1: But... Dodgers are a very good team. I think there's going to be another good test for this team. Mm. I mean, the Padres series was a good test, and they could have they almost swept that mm. series. So, again, I think it's another good series for the Mets. You know, you got some really good pitchers at the top, and then Syndergaard. You get Dustin May is having a really good year, Clayton Kershaw is Kershaw. Syndergaard's there. So, I think really good pitchers to match up. And, you know, I could easily see them taking two out of three. Maybe a sweep. Maybe. I think Justin May is probably going to give him some trouble. Kershaw is a lefty. Can't hit lefties still. But I'm also just excited to see Beatty play, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I said, if you're calling up the kids, you are playing them. Like how we mentioned in the Bronx, calling up Peraza, you should be playing him. Obviously, for the Yankees, that's not what's going on. For the Mets and Beatty, there's a very clear path. Can't get much clearer to Beatty playing every day Mm -hmm. as he should be. And, look, you got Alvarez up. He's more out of necessity rather than he's ready. Beatty's ready. Alvarez is more out of necessity. But, look, you got Beatty up, Alvarez up. I don't think Mark Vientos is too far behind. Mm-hmm. Ronnie Mauricio is tearing it up in AAA. A. The future is coming a lot mm-hmm. quicker than I feel like a lot of people expected. Yeah. But look, Beatty. I think Beatty's gonna be really good. I think. Mm-hmm. I hope so.
0: I agree. I mean, st- if he was a righty, he would be like an average player. Uh huh.
1: Is it steamer or streamer? projections steamer 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 anyway steamer steamer has him projected at a 119 wrc plus meaning he's that's
0: high for a rookie right
1: meaning he's 19 percent better than the average player Yeah. and I, even i think that's conservative yeah i feel like he could easily be a 120 125 maybe 130 is pushing it for a rookie but i think 125 is definitely
0: 119 is for a rookie that's insane
1: right So, a 125 is even more so asking for a lot, but I don't think it's that unreasonable. Mm -hmm. Like, what are your expectations? Kind of outside looking in. I know you've been saying he should have been up from day one.
0: Well, my expectations are skewed because he's a lefty. No, but honestly, like, I'm not even trying to make a joke. Like, I can legitimately, like, as a ceiling, see him be like a 140 guy. Really? Okay. As a s- yes. high, high seal. Yeah. But it's also a thing of... It could also be lower, and he doesn't really get a chance to play every day, and he doesn't have a chance... To, say he starts slow, doesn't have a chance to raise it. Right. You know what I right. mean? Right. And it could be, like, league average or worse. Yeah. Because he didn't really start off that, that fast. You guys still want to win games. So he doesn't play every day, can't get into a rhythm, right. maybe get sent down, I don't think that'll happen. But Yeah. Uh,
1: I think it's, it's one of those things where... I don't think he can be m- much worse than what we've seen from Escobar. I think Escobar is just completely overmatched. Mm-hmm. So, I think he ha- he definitely has a clearer path to playing time than Alvarez. He should be the everyday third baseman. You know, barring any injuries or days off and things like that, Beatty should. Be- you're calling him up. He should be your everyday third baseman. Again. Escobar can be a utility guy, he could be a DH, what say you, whatever you want. Again, still waiting on the corresponding move, so don't know how to fully think about it until that's official. I mean, I'm obviously happy that Beatty's coming out, but do you D- DFA LeCastro? Mm. Do you have one less pitcher?
0: It's. I don't think you can. Don't so you have
1: yeah. to be 13-13? I don't think so. You can either have one extra bullpen arm or one extra bench spot. Okay.
0: So it can I'll be... I thought you had to be 13-13. Yeah, I don't
1: think so. A lot of teams like because it's evenly split, but I don't think it has to. I think it's kind of just like extra wherever you please. But they're playing what, seven games in seven days. So having an extra pitcher would be nice. So, you know, they'll probably send down Buto. So do you send down Buto to bring up Beatty, or do you send mm-hmm. down Buto to bring up another pitcher? I think the easiest move would be DFAing LaCastro. I mean, look, I don't I, even—I don't want him to be dfa That's the thing, because someone gets like—he was used today. I believe Canna walked in the ninth inning, and then LeCastro pinch ran. And then he's still second base. So kind of like how it's we Tim Tim talked Kasher. about Volpe.
0: It's the Tim LaCasso special. Right.
1: Kind of like we talked to Volpe. A walk is a double. A single is a double. Because he he gets on base or someone gets on base for him. He comes in. He steals second.
0: Someone else's walk is a double.
1: Seriously. <laughs> he just steals. Not only does he steal second base. <laughs> he, he steals, steals stats. your stats.
0: Bro, he just chills on the bench all day. He's like, all right, i got to steal a base. All right.
1: right. Call me up. Call me in. But. Like, I don't want to see like Castro go.
0: <laughs> do you remember that movie Fever Pitch? Yes. We watched, you remember yeah. The Closer? How The Closer literally just slept oh,
1: in slept the Oh, slept until he was needed? Until
0: he was needed? That's Tim LeCastro. That's Tim LeCastro. Le until he needs to run. He's literally just sleeping.
1: I know. Like, oh,
0: I got to do some cardio? I'm
1: sure. It's the easiest move. I feel like it's the less, it's the least painful move, in my opinion. But, like... Like Castro's specialty is needed I feel later in the summer mm. rather than the beginning of the year. But it's one of those things where do you quote unquote risk losing him. You're not. Right. Risk losing him to some picking someone picking up on waivers and then, you know, you have Beatty. But I think if you do DFA him, kinda like you said, I feel like he can easily just it's be outrighted to triple A.
0: Because to me, it's a thing like this happens in the NFL too, where like when you have to like going into season, you have to cut down on rosters. There's like five guys that you really want in your roster, but you can't fit them, and everyone's like, "Oh, they're all gonna get claimed." They never get claimed. Right. And it's just one of those things of every team has their own guys that they like significantly more than other guys. Definitely. Like there's a saying, "No one loves you like your mama." Yeah. That's
1: basically I mean, it. Tim Castro has had a lot of mamas. Yeah. But regardless, I think that's the easiest move. They're not going to DFA Escobar. I would be shocked yeah. if they did. Breaking. I know, man, right now. But there's not really anything else. Unless, like I said, you send down Butoh and you just. I know. Just, you send down Butoh and then you just replace him with Beatty. That's mm-hmm. maybe easier than DFAing like Castro, but then again, you're down an arm. Mm-hmm. So you want to risk it like that? I think Lacaster should be a DFA'd. I think that's the easiest kind yeah. of move to, to make. Way to
0: maintain all of your assets. Definitely.
1: And again, they're playing a lot of games with no rest days, so you never know when that arm's going to come in handy. But moving on to another prospect, Alvarez. I think we'll talk about him for a second. He played for his first back-to-back games. He looked a lot better today. He had a well Struck, hit uh, in, I believe, the 10th inning. That moved over Escobar. Fly out. So fly out. But well struck. I mean, even you had to turn around because of, yeah, no, of the crack of the like bat. I was
0: walking away. I heard the crack of the bat. And I was like...
1: Right. So, he's looked a lot better, and he's played back-to-back days. So, it's one of those things, like, he just needs time to play. Mm. If you're going to play him once, twice a week, that's not going to help him, you know? He, I feel, it's redundant at this point, but they need to play to be like Volpe. Yeah. He's played basically every day, right? He's had I one think off he's day. I had
0: one off day. Right, and yeah. And I
1: feel like now the results are kind of showing. You know,
0: <sighs> better than kinda.
1: Fifteen, sixteen games in, oh. he just needs time to adjust. Algaraz As we mentioned the
0: on in the Bronx, there's been. I think we may have mentioned in Queens Like, all the, like, stud rookies last year, you went through, like, their first 10, 15 games. Their numbers were horrible. Right. And then you look at their numbers at the end of the season, like, damn. How, like, for them to be able to bring those numbers up to there, makes you realize baseball is stupid.
1: Yes, definitely. So, I think Alvarez just needs more playing time. Beatty is definitely going to get the playing time. But it's just very exciting to see the Mets kind of look at their young guys and realize that. They can help the team already mm-hmm. instead of relying on the veterans. And, you know, I think every team has a good mix of that. The Mets are a much older team comparatively. Mm-hmm. So injecting that kind of young blood is, I don't necessarily think it can hurt. Mm-hmm. But, look, Baby's probably going to start near the bottom of the order, I would think. But
0: Which is right. Right, it's, yeah. That's how it should be.
1: Yeah, but he can easily start making his way up. So, very excited to watch him. Mm. Very, very excited. It's
0: the thing of as long as he's on the roster, you don't care where. He's. Yeah. As long as he's playing, as long you as don't he's care. playing,
1: definitely, definitely. But I think that's about it. I mean, yeah. great series sweep on the A's. It's what you're supposed to do. So mm. thank you, thank you for making the right move, calling yes. up Beatty, play Alvarez more. Mm. Pete Alonso is the best hitter on earth. That's all I got. Yeah,
0: that's all I got. Uh. So, See you in the Bronx. Yes. In
1: the Bronx. Yeah.
2: See you then. See ya. Now entering the Bronx. Hello and welcome back to the Bronx. The Bronx.
0: Um, Recapping a series split with the Minnesota Twins. Um, I was almost going to kill myself after the first two games. Thank God Very I was not rough. watching either of them. Yeah. Um, some injury updates brought to you by the Charbrod M D. Um, Carlos Rodone is expected to throw a two to three inning live batting practice on Monday. That's really good for my fantasy team because, as you know, I just stole him from you. No, um, I want to say stole. I'd say, I'd say yeah.
1: mutually accepted agreement.
0: Eh. Zach if, better, if you want to, mm, Seeger's better. Continue. Um, Donaldson plans to play in a rehab game on Tuesday, and then the big one um, on Saturday's game. Stan hit a double late in the game while decelerating, going to second base. You could see he like kind of like reaches for his back hamstring. Yeah. He's on a 10-day IL. They called up Raza. Got a lot to talk about with that later. Um, to get into the game recap for game one, 11 to, 11 to 2 twins. It was Joe Ryan versus Joni Brito. Joe Ryan went seven innings, three hits, one earned run, 10 strikeouts. Joni Brito, two innings Didn't, pitched, yeah. six hits, seven earned runs, one walk, zero strikeouts. Did not get out of the first inning. That was.
1: That, that, that sucked. Not only for my fantasy team, but. I feel like I feel like he was due for like a clunker, yeah. But like, I did not think Burritos this bad. Burritos are supposed bad. to give the
0: runs, and
1: that he did. That he um, did.
0: Literally, the only two runs came off two solo shots by Rizzo. I'm sure you loved that. Yeah, that was great. Um, game two, four to three, Twins.
1: At least it was close. Uh,
0: Louis Varland versus Nestor Cortez, bottom of the first. Anthony Volpe first major league home run. Judge goes back-to-back, 2 nothing Yankees. Top of the 6, our father, Carlos Correa, solo shot, still 2-1 Yankees. Then bottom of the 6, Stan home run, 3-1 Yankees. Uh, top of the 7, Kyle Garlick hits a home run off Nestor. That's Nestor's day, he won 7 innings. And then enter Clay Holmes, walk, or single, walk. 2 RBI double for our father, Carlos Correa, 4-3 Twins. Amen. I just, I'm waiting on, I'm waiting on my uh, my take yeah. on you know, Mr. Mr. Clay. Mr. Clay. Um, Louis Varlin in that game, six innings pitched, six hits, three runs, one walk, eight strikeouts. Nestor Cortez, seven innings pitched, five hits, two runs, zero walks, seven strikeouts. They don't watch the game, but you'd love to see that from Nestor. Seven yeah. innings, two runs, both of them solo shots. Like Perfect. That's, that's great. That's all you can ask for. Um game three. Domingo Spider Tac Herman or Rosen Rosen. Herman <laughs> versus I think Jack Curry said that. I didn't Rosin-gate. come that. Yeah. <laughs> um versus Tyler Molly. Um he was not on uppers, I can tell you that. Yeah. Molly Yeah. <laughs> um bottom of the second, um known American hero, Kyle Higashioka with the two run home run. Um Rizzo with another home run to make it three nothing in the bottom of the third. Bottom of the fifth, DJ with an RBI single 4 nothing. Top of the seven, Jose Miranda single to make it uh, four-one Yankees. Then the double that I mentioned earlier was Stanton in the bottom of the seventh, a uh, two RBI double to make it six-one Yankees. Um, the reason I made the joke about Herman is what was it? Third inning.
1: Something like that. It was like mid midway through the game. Yeah, like, like
0: early in the start. Yeah. Um. So let's just start this with Domingo Herman was absolutely carving up the like twins. Untouchable. His line was six point one innings pitch, three hits, one run, one earned run, no walks, eleven strikeouts. And that one run was a run that Michael King inherited and then gave up. Yeah. So um
1: Untouchable. Yeah, untouchable. <laughs> Which is not
0: his not his, it's status not his thing. <laughs> quo. Um no, he like used rosin from yes. inside the dugout? Yeah. Which... I didn't know he can have. Well, that's just weird. He
1: said he doesn't like using it on the mound, so he'd rather use the rosin bag that's in the dugout.
0: You would think that's cheating, but it's also a thing of why wouldn't the umpire eject him if it
1: Was. were cheating? Right, which I think is where the whole controversy starts. Yeah, I
0: just... That's, like, so weird. weird yeah. That it's almost like the thing with... I can't remember who it was, but like someone said this a while ago with like really bad players. It's like, let them cheat, let them use steroids, oh let them use goodness. spider attack, so that they give you great time while they're still there. Then they get suspended and you don't care you because don't, they're not sh- that good.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, Domingo or mod, do steroids, do do whatever you want.
1: Go ahead, bud. Um, no one's stopping no you. One,
0: no one, I am. Except I for MLB. I will give it to you. <laughs> Meet me um, at these coordinates. <laughs> Um, also, just to note, Tyler Molly, 4.1 innings pitch, 4 hits, 4 runs, 2 earned runs, 3 walks, 5 strikeouts, um, yeah. And then game 4, this was, what was it, 2 hours, 7 minutes? Yeah. Very short Thank game. Thank you, pitch clock. It wasn't, it wasn't even entirely because of the pitch clock. Uh, well, yeah, Cole We'll get just into that. Shot. It was Garrett Cole versus Pablo Lopez, the battle of the aces, Um. DJ LeMay, you in the bottom of the third, slot hit single to make it 1-0 Yankees. Saw that a lot from them in the series. Very wonderful to see. Yes. Bottom of the six, <laughs> I'm quoting what I wrote down in my notes. DJ Porches that Bozo Pablo, 2 nothing Yankees.
1: Love it. Bozo.
0: Um, yeah, DJ Mayu short porch uh, blast off. Short object. porch special. Short porch spe- It literally bounced off the top of the right. wall. You can't get more uh, short porch than can. that. <laughs> um, so, the big Fake story stadium. in this game. If you noticed... I only gave two score updates. That is because Garrett Cole decided to be very good. Quite. Garrett Cole went nine innings pitched, two hits, zero earned runs, one walk, ten strikeouts. That was...
1: An ace performance.
0: <laughs> yeah. That is what you want from an ace. Right. You want a guy that you need to win that game, he will win you that game. Mm-hmm. I have before I get into like some of the notes, just want to know or note Pablo Lopez six innings pitched, seven hits, two hundred runs, one walk, seven Ks. But I have some notes about Cole in four starts, twenty eight innings pitched. He has a .96 ERA, and I've talked about this before. I don't think he should have any runs given yes. up on the season. Yes. Right. Um, the Yankees' wins don't matter. Like win loss, he's four and zero. The Yankees are four and zero in his starts. I think that does – for certain guys, I think you can argue that it does matter.
1: You can't – I feel like you can't knock a pitcher – You can't
0: take it away from them.
1: Right. But it just – it helps.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: Because they only do so much. And, I mean, besides offense, if the Yankees score one run, mm. Cole single-handedly wins them the game. Yeah.
0: It's a thing of, like, wins don't matter. But if you look at Cole's career – his teams win a lot when he's pitching. Right. So like, there take was, that for what you will. I think it was 2019. There was some crazy stat that, like, the Astros were, like, went on a 25-0 and run when Cole was pitching. Right. Or something like, ins- absurd like that. So, right. I think that for certain guys, there kind of is something that goes with that. Definitely. Where, like... When they're on the mound, maybe it's just like a confidence thing. Yeah. Maybe it's something like that. Right. But I definitely think there is something that can... Yeah, I mean, them. it
1: it says a lot about Cole, but mm-hmm. then it also says a lot about the team, so.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, short hair Cole is just the best pitcher Different. in baseball.
1: I, any pitchers out there watching for some reason, if you want to get better, if you have long hair, Should cut it. Cut it. Cut it.
0: Cut it. Um... Yeah, no. So all those lists not having Garrett Cole in their top ten,
1: not in, pretty the top, funny. not in
0: the top five. Yeah, you're um,
1: not looking too hot right now.
0: Yeah. Um, to comment, this is kind of like a thing about the Stanton injury. Why are you calling up Peraza? Okay. Why? Josh Donaldson is going to be back. They're saying he's probably going to be activated on Wednesday. Right. You are not going to play Peraza. Why are you calling? Why are you calling him up?
1: I mean, who who else would you call up?
0: Anyone. It's because it's a thing of you have an off day tomorrow. Right. You play Tuesday. So at max, he's going to get one game. Yeah. Why are you calling him up? He could have played today in the minors. He could play tomorrow in the minors. He could play Tuesday in the minors. If you're not going to actually play him, why are you calling him up when you call someone else up that you could just DFA?
1: Right. Fair. I mean... I got yeah, I got nothing. I just I don't, hate what they're doing know. with his development. Because yeah. even last
0: year he was on the team for like 60 games and he played like 25 games. Right. I just trade him, leave him in the minors, or call him up to stay. Right. You can't be doing this and then that and then this right. and that. It's such a just. I hate the way this organization treats prospects. The fact that Anthony Volpe made the roster opening day roster was like the biggest thing since sliced bread. <laughs> I hate how.
1: Ah! Yeah. No, definitely. I mean it it's hard to look at it in any kind of positive light. There isn't any because you you don't have room for him. Just because look, I mean look, stands out, so Cabrera's probably gonna play outfield every day. I want to cry. Then you ha- you have Rizzo, you have Glaber, you have Volpe, you have DJ. Uh-huh. Unless you plan to like Give DJ a day off, then Glaber, then DJ, then Glaber, then Volpe, like you know what it, I mean?
0: It's so stupid. Yeah. Like and you can't even give DJ a day off. Right. Because he has to play third. There was one thing that like the only thing that I could think of, and I think this is one of the dumbest things on the planet, is playing him in the outfield.
1: Peraza? That's why
0: I said. I think it's a dumb but that's the only like Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what else would you do?
1: Yeah, I know. There's there's no space for him out on the infield. So so he's a bench piece.
0: Then you already it, have how many of those? Like, yeah. I just... I think this was... It's a
1: little bit of a head... No. Little? Yeah, I know. It's a head scratcher, for sure. Look, maybe they know... Obviously, they know something we don't, but, like, it's hard to look at it and not think that... It's, they don't like know said, anything it, that
0: we don't.
1: Yeah, well, fair enough. I just yeah, his, if the same thing if my Mets and their prospects. If you're calling up the kids, you have to play them.
0: Yes. I, I, I mean it.
1: It's it seems simple to us. Yes. But for some reason, it seems so overly complicated for a majority of these teams.
0: Oh, no, we have Isaiah kind of for left on a $6 million contract. If only we there was a way that we could have not tendered him a contract in the offseason. I know. Oh, no. I these wish they rules, had that option. These rules with baseball are so stupid. They literally just did not have to offer him a contract.
1: Right. And, look, I, I still stand by that I think he's valuable as a utility piece. I know. No, I know, I know. But.
0: Not on this you, team. Yeah.
1: You have guys, like, I- if you want to penny pinch, you have guys who are going to cost less to be able to basically fill in that IKF position. I
0: agree he has value as utility man, but not on this team. Right. Because what every time he's in the infield, he makes a disastrous error.
1: Unless he's at third.
0: And he still makes <laughs> a horrible error. Um, so, okay, you're going to play him in the outfield. You already have a log jam in the outfield. When Bader right. comes back, you have another Even log jam so. in the outfield. So I just It I does make sense. And also I don't want people getting on him too much. Cause he is IKF. He is Who good he is. for what he is. Yeah. We don't need that on the Yankees. But people are gonna get on him for being
1: on the Yankees. <laughs> yeah. <which laughs> he
0: just shouldn't be. Right. It's almost a disservice to him as it a player. But It's. Anyways, um, yeah. the point of like what that, the Praza injury was like the Stanton or
1: the Stan injury,
0: the Stan injury. That's why Praza got called up. What do you, what do you do? We're Stanton. It's like,
1: I honestly,
0: or what to like, make of not what because he's gonna stay on the team. Yeah, so, like what do you make of it? Cause can I just yeah go ahead. Up? There was a thing that Michael K said in the broadcast. He has missed thirty nine percent of games the Yankees. Since he's, been, Since on the he's team. been on the Yankees. Yeah.
1: Honestly, I think he's too big. I do too. Like like look, the guy the guy looks amazing. He's a Greek guy. He, he is. He's chiseled, but like that's an it seems it's to an be an issue. issue. Like good for him.
0: He needs to get some off-season training with Pablo Sandoval.
1: I know. It's... Like I think he's just too big. Yeah. And he doesn't I don't think he has enough flexibility. I mean yeah. like you see him run, he's like very stiff, I yeah. feel. But it's one of those things where like, all right, tell him to cut some weight, you know? Mm. Is does that zap his power? I don't think so. I don't think so either. But like it's one of those things where like yes, this this is the quote unquote easy answer, lose some weight. Mm. We're not calling him fat by the way. We're he's saying just, lose he's some just, muscle. Yeah, he's too muscular. But like you lose some of that, what
2: what, th- what is that going to affect? About a guy. I know lose, you need some, to lose muscle. some muscle.
1: Right, but like, if if you tell him to do that, what does that affect? I, and is it the thing that is he getting hurt because he's not playing the outfield, and he's just dehating, or is he getting hurt because he's playing the outfield?
0: It's like half and
1: half. Right, so then what do you it's do? Like, <laughs>
0: there was, and I I just. Something that I wanted to like mention—it's kind of off-topic about Stan, but like we've talked about this a couple times. Like this is just proof he's not on steroids. Yeah. Because like he there's gets hurt no way, too much. way that you could be on steroids while missing this much time. Right. Like you would not. If he's taking steroids to, to be possible. stronger, he'd be taking some HGH as well and like stuff right. like that. So I just don't. I don't know. Right. That's just one thing. Yeah,
1: it's I. F- it's a very frustrating predicament i guess you want to call it because it's true it's like what do you do what can you change you know what i mean they try putting him in the outfield maybe get some more flexibility he gets hurt all right we'll just dh you he still gets hurt yeah so like
0: i don't
1: and i don't know his injury history as much as you do is it like always his legs or is it just something else yeah, every time? Yeah, it's
0: usually the legs. Like calves, right. hamstrings. Hamstring. Right. I think, I want to say there's someone with the oblique. That could right. be judged, but I want to say... Yeah. That's still lower body, though. Yeah, yeah I'd consider still consider that. Because your core is lower body. Right.
1: So it's one of those things where, like, in theory, it seems like he just needs to play the outfield more and just, you know, move his legs. But then he gets hurt. Yeah, so it's
0: like...
1: What's what's the deal? It's, I, it's very frustrating, because obviously he's such a good player when he's healthy. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it's just a 10-day stint and he's back. I don't but think so. I think it'll right. be at least two or three weeks. Right.
0: Especially with him. He usually They usually baby it. Especially yeah. with a hamstring. That's like an oblique where you really got to make sure right. you take care of it 100%. or else it could be a lot longer for recovery. Right. Um. Yeah, no. There's there was like another note I had is I absolutely loved the Game 4 lineup but it would have been A lot better with Stanton in it. Yeah. Like, the Volpe, Judge, Rizzo, Glaber, DJ, I love. But if you have Volpe, Judge, Rizzo, Stanton, DJ, Glaber, Right. That just deepens it so much more. Definitely. Because, to I feel like we've talked enough about Stanton, but kind of talk about, like, the other pieces on that. Volpe is the perfect leadoff hitter. Yes. DJ is the perfect five-hole hitter. Right. So, it's like, it's perfect. Because you've seen that every game that Volpe is a leadoff hitter. He does something that shows why he is a good leadoff hitter. Right. Like yesterday, so Saturday's game, he went one for two, two walks, three stolen bases. Yeah. Today, he went one for four with a stolen base. Every time he gets on, he messes with the pitcher. He does something like that. Right. And then you have guys like Judge, Rizzo, uh, Glaber, DJ behind him that are have a high chance to bring him in. That's perfect. I am definitely, unhumbly, giving myself credit for saying he was a <laughs> perfect leadoff hitter, DJ was a perfect five-hole hitter. Right. Because of the look today. It worked. DJ had two RBIs. Right. Um, and I said that my there were some positives to come with this series. I think the biggest one is Volpe seems to have adjusted to major league pitching. Right. In his last 14 at-bats, he has four. he has four hits, a uh, homer and a double and three walks four stolen bases right that is i don't have a slugging or ops but that's 286 average with a 412 on base right with some pop and four stolen bases right and
1: 412 on base like that you take is, that especially cuz he's so fast yeah get on base steal a couple bags a single's a double right so a like
0: a walks a double that's like my thing with him too i don't care if he's one of those guys that ends up being a high on base low average guy because a walk is a double. A single right. is a double. Either way, you get to first, you're able to steal second. He'll be on second the next yeah. pitch.
1: So, again, he like you said, he's And then perfect. he'll be on third the next pitch. Right. And it's almost as if you play the kids and you let them have time to adjust, they'll adjust.
0: For those they'll listening, catch up. I did, like, a shocked face and I put, like, my hands on my cheeks. Like, yes. what?
1: Who would have thought?
0: Who would have thought?
1: You just need to give them some time, and like you said, he's been known to start slow exactly. and adjust as he goes. Exactly.
0: Like there was a thing Lo of. And behold. I want to say it was like midway through May last year in the minors, he was hitting under 200. Right. And he ended up hitting like 250 on the year with like an 850 OPS. Right. And still stole 50 million bags. Right. So. I just. I'm not worried at all. No, I think people are still freaking out. He's been very good defensively. He had a good play, at the top of the ninth today for Cole's game. I just, I'm not worried. No, like, I'm very excited to see what he does going forward. No, definitely, and
1: you, there shouldn't. There, there was never reason to yeah. worry in the first place. Just doomers. I mean, it's April 16th. Yeah, the the game season's 16. right. The season's been on for. Two weeks? The two and a half? Like lost
0: series. Right. And people are like, nah, nah. And even today, in the, his first at-bat, he almost hit an opposite field home run, but like last second, hooked foul. Right. So it's like, I'm just...
1: He's catching up.
0: Shut up. Like, if you're, if you're freaking out, just shut up.
1: I know. It's too early.
0: Yeah. Um, kind of to move off from the offense... Let's I
1: talk alluded, about the bad.
0: I have alluded to him earlier. Clay, no longer Sherlock Holmes. Who's Watson? He's Watson now. Yeah. He's he's, he's no a longer step down. he's no longer Sherlock <laughs> Holmes. He's now Watson. In 31 innings since July 12th, Clay Holmes has a 5.81 ERA and has walked 18 batters.
1: In how many innings?
0: In 31. Jeez. His whole thing in Pittsburgh. Why he was so bad was because of the walks.
1: Right. And starting to creep up In the up Cleveland
0: again. game, he did not look well. He almost blew that. Right. I just. We'll get more into it in the bullpen trust trees, okay. but I am losing uh, trust by them outing. By yeah. Seems like a great guy. I want Yeah, again, but we're
1: never talking bad about the person. Yeah, but this is You gotta figure it out. Yeah. Talk to Matt Blake. Yeah. I don't know what it, like what what do you th- what have you seen you think? Like, I don't know. <laughs>
0: I, I don't know. Like he was this. He was having, obviously I'm not saying greatest closer of all time, but he was right. pitching, like, the greatest closer of all time. Right. Just, and I, I don't think that that's crazy to say. In, like, 30 innings, he had, like, a .2 ERA. Yeah. Like, that's not, and he was, I'm pretty sure he struck out, like, two batters an inning. Right. So that's not that crazy to say. And then he just went Falls back off a cliff. to Pittsburgh, Clay Holmes.
1: Right. And now it begs the question, is he first half or is he Pittsburgh? You know what I mean?
0: But it's. I just don't get how you go from that utterly dominant to just Lost. It, not even lost, just like it's like a space jam where he got his power zapped. Power like, zapped,
1: yeah. I know, it's I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's something don't that know. I'm sure is being talked about. Yeah. I'm sure Matt Blake is on top of it. Yeah. But it's He's not off to a great start.
0: Talk for a couple seconds because I want to look something up really quick.
1: Sure. But personally, I would want to do more research. Like, is his spin rate down? You know, is his velocity down? Like, is he just missing pitches? Like, what's going on here? Is he dealing with an injury? Like, does he look like he's that laboring? Was,
0: that may have been part of it last year. Right. When went on the IL. Um, yeah, and then, like, he seemed, like, okay. When he came back, he didn't seem the best.
1: Right. And, I mean, I feel like you take a middle. Like, you, you're not going to get that .2 first half. Mm. You hopefully don't get Pittsburgh, but you take somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I
0: found what I was looking for. I wasn't sure. I remembered hearing something of, he like, last year, if he had an option. He doesn't have options. Okay. So, I was just thinking, like, send him down for a little bit. Let, let him, him like, figure it out. fix it out there. But he does not have options. So. Right.
1: So... Trial by fire. Yeah.
0: But just, please, he, not in the ninth inning. In right. A I was going to say. One run game.
1: Yeah. It's one of those things where he's going to be. Let him pitch low a little leverage. Yeah. S- Six, seventh inning guy in a blowout.
0: Even seventh, I, I just don't throw him it. in the sixth. Like, right. All yeah. right. That's like it. I have for like my overall notes. Do you have any?
1: No. I mean, I think. Brito was due for a bad start. But yeah. again, I don't think he. You're I ran out
0: of modium. Yeah. See so with the runs.
1: He absolutely exploded. But look, he's still young. It's not like one of those things where are gonna write him off. Mm-hmm. But
0: third major league start. Yeah.
1: He had two great starts, one really, really bad start. Yeah. So you work on it, you see where he goes from here.
0: I will say he did not look good at all. From right. what I saw in, like clips and like people freaking out, every pitch was either in the dirt or middle middle. Right. So it's like that's,
1: and it could be a mental game too. It you could know, I, like had, I had I had two it. really good games, so you know I got to keep it going. Then he presses. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nestor looks great. I think we'll talk about the bullpen in a bit. Mm-hmm. Needs some rearrangement, I think.
0: Rosengate, Herman look good. Her, I mean, yeah. My si- my si- Cole pick looks fantastic.
1: Phenomenal. But look, Cole did what he's supposed to do. Herman surprisingly did fantastic.
0: Kermond did more than what we, he was supposed to do.
1: Right. Uh, I know you wanted a sweep, but yes. this this is a very good Twins team, so I think you take a split.
0: With how the first two games happened, you were on your hands and knees thanking our good our good Lord, Garrett Cole, that right. we got a split. Yeah. So. And
1: look, I mean, game two was like an inch from it was, being one. If
0: Clay Holmes did not be second half Clay, Pirates, Clay, Clay Holmes, Holmes. Right. So, yeah, and I think I saw Clay Holmes doing the chop. Yeah. Yeah. But, look, um,
1: I think you, you take it given the circumstances, but mm-hmm. you just look to improve.
0: Yeah. Um. So, look ahead. The Yankees are starting a three-game series against the Angels on Tuesday. Before we get into the games, got a couple of friendly faces. The return of Brandon Drury, Gio Rochelle, and Phil Nevin. Um. I was shocked it was only three people. Oh, yeah? Because I know Tyler Wade was there. Yeah. Um, He's on the athletics. I wanna now. say Mike Ford was there as well. I could be wrong on that. Uh, but there was like knows. oh uh, Austin Romine. Mm-hmm. There was literally like ten guys. Like I'm honestly when I was looking at their roster, I'm like, really? Where like, did they go? Only three? Yeah. Um so yeah, that kinda shocked me. Um, all right. Tuesday is the first game, like I said, seven oh five start. Jose Suarez versus Clark Schmidt. Jose Suarez versus New- the Yankees in his career. 19 innings pitched, 5.21 ERA. Definitely want to exploit that. Clark Schmidt had one relief appearance. Two, uh, two-thirds of an inning, one run. So that's just... Hulu.
1: Yeah. Um, Not much to go off there. The
0: Wednesday 7.05 game. Griffin Canning versus Joni Burrito. Neither have pitched against the Yankees or Angels. Right. Um. Thursday at 4.05. Patrick Sandoval... Versus Nestor Cortez, Patrick Sandoval versus the Yankees, seven innings pitched, two runs. Nestor versus the Angels, 13.2 innings, 2.63 innings. Or, er, you're right. you yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Good pitching matchup against two very good lefties. Yeah. So, that's going to be fun. Um,
0: something to note obviously, Otani's not pitching. Otani's pitching Monday because right. the Red Sox have like an 11 a.m. game. Yeah, it's because of it's the really Boston easy. Marathon that oh, got, is like. A- that why it is, okay. I think they called it that. Right. I'm assuming that's why they're doing it as like a not special, but like a you, you know where yeah. I'm, um. So they're having, which is always weird to have a series end on a Monday. Right. Um. Yeah. Some numbers. Uh. A lot of guys have like average numbers mm. against the Angels, except for Aaron Judge. Um. Aaron Judge versus the Angels, three oh one batting average, ten home runs and twenty eight games played. Right. Anthony Rizzo was another guy First Angels, 304 batting average, 6 home runs, 20 games played. Honestly, it's it's getting silly how every time like I look at Judge's numbers versus a team, I get like shocked he's hitting like over 300 right. with a, like a lot of home runs. It's like why am I why am I surprised yeah, at this point
1: Aaron Judge is a very good baseball player. As
0: I mentioned last episode, he's came to Mike Trout levels. Yes. Speaking of Mike Trout, mm. Versus the Yankees, he is hitting 303, 10 home runs in 50 games played. I was shocked that it was that low. Right. I'm shocked his numbers were not, like, 420 <laughs> home runs in, like, 40 games played. Right. This man absolutely owns us. There's a reason he is, like, the most talented player in the game, as at least as a hitter. Right. That is – he's been hot, too, to start the year or my –
1: no, I'd say so. I mean, he's been Mike Trout. He's been Mike, <laughs> he's yeah. been Mike Trout. As, like,
0: I, as I said, you, don't, you right. don't look at his numbers because he's just. He's Mike, Mike Trout. Trout. Um, another one that shocked me Otani versus the Yankees only hitting 200, oh. but he has seven home runs in 17 games. Oh. I okay. thought he was going to like 300 versus right. the Yankees with like 10 home runs in 15 games.
1: Must be some clutch home runs then.
0: There was one game I think he had three. Ah. so Inflated. Like, doesn't two count. One. I think no. I think it was two, and the next game he had one. Gotcha. But like still. it yeah. um, Always got
1: to be careful, of Otani.
0: Yeah, that's and this is, in my opinion, at least. I don't think their record is like really reflected it. Let me check this. Really, it's quick. it's a
1: very different Angels team. Yeah. I will okay, they're
0: seven and eight, but I think they're a much better team than seven and
1: eight. Yeah, their pitching has still been their downfall a little yeah. bit, but.
0: But I think their lineup is. A lot better than definitely it's better. At least a lot more depth. Yes, a significant amount more depth. Definitely. Logan Hope, uh, rookie catcher, looks very good. He does. Um.
1: Probably see him against Nestor.
0: Yeah. At the so very least. Expect it's not going to be the Angels of past. No. Just note that. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, that's really all it yeah. all I got. Right. Um, for the Yankees, you got anything else to add?
1: No, uh, I think. Like you said, definitely different Angels team. Mm. I think their pitching can still be exploited a little bit, but the offense should not be written off mm. by any means. I think yeah. it's a lot better than people it's not are like realizing. They
0: have, like Cole, Nestor, and right. then like Rodon. Right, pitching. you have they got Nestor. and then Brito, Clark, and, who, and, Brito are and Schmidt, Carson
1: So it's like you don't really know what you're gonna get from them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I think. It'll be a fun series. It definitely will. Yeah. But I don't think it should be going into it like an easy.
0: It's not. It's not going to be easy. It's right. Good thing it's at in the Bronx. The Bronx. Um. So yeah.
1: Yeah, you get that home field advantage. But no, I think it should be a good series. And it's always nice to see Otani and Trout.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, Otani. Just one more note to add. I think, or er, there was someone I was listening to on the fan last year that. Aaron Judge, Aaron Aaron Judge doesn't sell tickets. It that may sound weird, but like when people go to the Yankees, they see the Yankees. They don't necessarily go to see one One individual player. player. But Otani, Otani will definitely sell tickets. (laughs) So just, yeah, that's just got a lot of revenue coming your way.
1: It makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you got arguably the best player, Mm -hmm. and then arguably the most talented player. Yeah. So,
0: and then you have otani and mike trout um right Mm -hmm. so yeah that's really all i got um we'll see you guys in manhattan where we're doing our bullpen at trust trees see you there
2: now entering manhattan
0: To Manhattan. Manhattan, we're gonna be doing long time no see, yeah. Long time no see, it's, it's been a bit. Um, we're gonna be doing our bullpen trust trees since we just talked about Yankees. Go start straight off in. there, Do you want to start top or bottom? I'd say, let's top. us go. I was, gonna,
1: yeah, I was gonna say, let's go top, top down.
0: down. Um, this is including healthy or not including hurt guys, okay. I'm just doing healthy because this would look very different, right? If there were um healthy guys. Should we do one at a time, or yeah, okay, why not? Let's- um well, for my first two, I'm not because I have 1A, 1B. Okay. For 1A, I have Ron Marinaccio. 1B, I have Wandy Peralta. Okay. I just think they're both different guys. Yeah. They both kind of have, it's kind of like a yin, yin and yang. Yeah. But one does the exact opposite of the other. Okay. Righty, lefty. Wandy is more of a slower guy, change up guy. Uh, Marinaccio is more like fastball slider. So it's like they are pretty different, but I trust them like. Yeah, and I I
1: think those are the best picks. I was going to say,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Maronaccio is definitely up there for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I just I feel like they haven't been using him. But he
0: definitely deserves a lot more high leverage. Right, definitely.
1: And I feel Wandy, they kind Wendy, of, they, they use I him love, everywhere. I love that man. Which is great.
0: He literally got, he literally finished, or he struck a guy out in 20 seconds. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> I, I It'll love it. will be
1: that. a trivia question in a couple of years, yeah. I feel.
0: Um then for my third spot, or second spot, I have Michael King. Yeah. I still think he's like fixing little things. I think he'll be fine. If Laoisgo and Camley were healthy, I probably would have put them as 2 and 3. Right. Then number 3 I have Clay Holmes. That's just because a lot of the other guys in my opinion are kind of like unproven. Right. Um but kind of
1: know what you're getting with Holmes for the he most can part, but
0: give it a week and he could easily be at the bottom of this list though.
1: Or at the top. And it's one of those I things. love how you just
0: said you kind of know what you're getting with him, and then we just said two I very know. wide range of outcomes. Right.
1: As of right now, but he has the upside.
0: He has the best track record of all these guys, even though that track record was like three months. Right. So it's like...
1: Yeah. But no, I think middle of the pack, definitely. For now, at For least. For now. But again, he has the ability to either be number one
0: hmm. or number... Eight? Seven? Seven. Or eight, yeah. Yeah. Um then after him I have Ian Hamilton at five. Okay. I just love the slam Yeah. I he is scary.
1: Oh yeah. He's he is an intimidating like he he's person. very what's the word? Not frightening. Scary. I get scary as the just like
0: he looks like he will he looks like the enforcer from yeah. like a nineteen eighties mob film. Yeah. Like, he doesn't need a – he's one of those guys that doesn't need a gun. He's just, like, Standard arms crotch, address. just, like
1: – ID, please.
0: Yeah, seriously.
1: <laughs> he, he's the pitcher that give you a stink eye on exactly. a mound.
0: Um, Number five – five through seven, or six through eight. i It's kind of just a toss-up. Yeah. I put Albert Abreu because his, he's one of those guys, his numbers at the end of the year will look good, but I just have no faith. In him at all. That's why I put him over the other two guys, only because the numbers at the end of the year look pretty solid. Yeah. The walks concern me. That's why he's six, not higher up. He has filthy stuff, but just control it. There's a reason he was DFA'd like four times last year. Right. By other teams, not the Mm -hmm. Yankees. Yeah. Um. Because if the people forget, he was traded to the Rangers for our father, Jose Trevino. (laughs) Then he got DFA'd. DFA'd by the Royals. I think he got DFA'd by another team. Now he's here. So it's like,
1: yeah, yeah, it's one of those things where he's getting DFA'd for a reason, but the stuff is definitely there.
0: I think he, he may get DFA'd when Wisegar Canley come back. Right. Um. Kinda also, like, important note: home Brewer got DFA'd. Right. Uh, just because like he was kind of like that mop-up guy and yeah. he wasn't going to pitch for this a while. One, is one
1: of those short end of the stick type of things. There's
0: been no move yet saying what he'll do. I'd assume he's going to clear waivers, resign. Right. Um, no. Nothing for sure though, so don't wanna like say, oh, this is gonna happen, or whatever. Yeah. Um, number six or seven I have Greg Weissert. I don't think he's pissed all this year. Yeah. Like when I saw he was on the roster, I was like, Wait, he's Since on the roster. Like, what? <laughs> he had filthy stuff last year. He had one bad outing that just like skewed his numbers, but other right. than that, he was pretty solid. Right. I think he'll be solid, but we literally have not seen him this year. Yeah. And the only reason he's 7 and not 8 is because I see Jimmy Cordero pitch, and I want to, like, hide. Like, (laughs) I literally just want to go under my blanket and, like, wait until I hear Michael K. saying, oh, and we're going to the bottom of the whatever. Right. Just, this dude's yoked. (laughs) Like, he literally, there's one thing he does that's kind of sick, but he shouldn't be allowed to do it because he's not good. He, like, no, so he has, like, kind of, like, sleeves that go down to, like, here. Okay, right?
1: like three quarter sleeves. Kind of. Right.
0: But he, because he's massive. Yes. But he, like, pulls up his right, he's right, pulls yeah. up his right sleeve in the middle. Uh-huh. So his right arm looks like so much bigger. Right. If you're good, I love that. Sure. But you're not. Yeah. You haven't Prove been pitching it. well. I like, know. If he was pitching well, love that. Sure. But, like.
1: It's one of those things where you can't, quote unquote, show up if you're not. Producing, I guess.
0: Yeah, he's like flexing, but it's like what do you It's flexing? like it's
1: like pimping a home run when you're down ten.
0: No, it's like pimping a home run that isn't a home run, then you get thrown out at a second. Donaldson. I'm not referring to Donaldson. No. Why would you say I'm referring to Donaldson? Donaldson has never done that multiple times. No, of course not. Why would he? Anyways. I'm looking at you, Josh Donaldson. <laughs> um yeah, obviously, like I said, LaWisega and Canley, if they were on this list, they would probably be. They may be three and four over Michael King, just because okay. Michael King hasn't like shown much. Yeah. LaWisega may have even been second over Wandy, just because I think LaWisega is insane. Yeah, no, definitely. But the injuries can't do that. Yeah, can't, you have to. Canley hasn't pitched yeah. this year. Who knows? But, yeah.
1: Definitely, injuries have to take apart, because yeah. like, it's one thing if you're. Producing and you have good stuff, but if you can't stay on the field, yeah, how much do you you to the team, especially for a reliever? Much can you trust them, right? Because you're sitting down for I don't know two weeks, you pitch for a month, oh shut down for another two weeks, yeah. and you pitch for a month, blah blah blah. So definitely, but I think Eliza for me,
0: he could even be one.
1: I was gonna say I feel like
0: he probably would be one.
1: Yeah, he he's probably one of the guys you want to see in the ninth inning. Yeah. But,
0: um, I would be fine if Michael King is healthy. If him, Marinacio Wandi, or Lawazka closed, I wouldn't care who. Right. Um I think Clay Holmes got some early saves, but that under is looking mighty fine. It is. Um
1: but I think Clay Holmes has kind of lost his quote unquote closer. Juice that too. Got space jammed. He did get space jammed. But it's one of those things where like it is early, we will say. It is early, so talk to us in a month.
0: Clay Jordan Holmes, like one, <laughs> or Clay Michael Holmes.
1: But talk to us in a month, and this list could look entirely different.
0: Yeah, Jimmy At, Cordero this is, may be my one. Like, right. who knows?
1: Relievers are just most volatile. The reliever
0: is wild. Yeah. You literally just sit down all day, be like, "Oh, it's the eighth inning. Start warming up. Oh, right. the team scored five runs. Sit back you're, down. Sit back down. Right,
1: and then and I then won't you're see you in two days. Right. tomorrow
0: and then. you may get sent down yes so unless
1: you're a tommy canley you just drink a red bull yeah and then you drink another red bull and then you y- then you drink another red ten bull more red bulls and then you sit back
0: down <laughs> and then you stream on twitch yes um yeah. i i i
1: hope you're uh the intervention we had at Can the I beginning mention
0: something about this is like getting very off topic but did you know tommy canley streamed on twitch for like two months and just didn't say anything. Did he really? Like, he didn't advertise it. He just. He's just doing it. Sure. And then it just one day, blew, people were like, wait, that's Tommy Gamley. And right. then it just blew up. Sure. So I thought. Um, He's a
1: man of many talents. That's just
0: completely random, but I thought that it's was, like, funny. hilarious. Yeah. But. um,
1: that all you got for the Yankees? Yeah, that's
0: all, all I right. got.
1: So moving on to the Mets bullpen. I think it's very cut and dry, I feel.
0: Especially number one.
1: Yeah. Number one is obviously. David Robertson. He's been everything and more that mm. you can ask for. Obviously, when we first signed him, it wasn't the closing job wasn't his. He, he was expected to inning. be seventh, eighth inning setup guy. Mm. But obviously, with Diaz going down, Robertson has stepped up big time. Yeah, in seven seven innings and a third, three saves, zero earned runs, nine Ks. And Buck has kind of. Sh- not shown his cards, but like he's not gonna use Robertson as a closer. Mm. You know, if the top of the lineup is coming up in the eighth inning, he's gonna use Robertson yeah. So I think it just it gives the bullpen he's a little the more flexibility.
0: In, in like principle.
1: Yes, definitely. Like he's probably gonna end up with seventy five percent of the saves, probably more. Mm. But this signing has just been huge, more than mm. you can ask for given the circumstances. So Robertson is an obvious number one. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, I wouldn't say 1A, 1B, but a close second is Adam Adovino. I mean, he had a career year last year. Well, I won't say career year. He had a really good year last year.
0: 2019 with the Yankees was just absurd. exactly.
1: So far, six innings, one save, 1.5 ERA, 8 Ks. He really only had one clunker, which is Mm. uh, the walk-off during the Milwaukee series, but... Everything was going wrong during the Milwaukee series, so I'll kind of just... Give him a pass? I'll give him a pass for that one. I just...
0: One. Do you have anything more for Adavino? No, go ahead. I have just seen him h- hang too many sliders in big spots. Yeah. The George Springer home run. There were multiple walk-offs that he gave up. When he was with Boston, I remember the Yankees hit, like, multiple... Not walk-offs, but, like, clutch late inning put, right. like Right. That would pretty. later on probably win Even the game. in the Mets, didn't... He also gave up some, like, big hits to the Yankees? Or, like...
1: I mean, I can't remember exactly, uh, but even if he did, he still kind of... That was kind of, like, a clunker, I guess, is one of those bad innings. Because he ended the year with, like, a sub-three ERA. I
0: just...
1: (laughs) I know you can't see it, No, no, that's
0: not what I'm... It's just one of those things of, like... I could see it from the Mets' perspective, but right. every time I see him,
1: you just can't help against
0: it. Like there's a joke that like he is nonstop helping the Yankees win, no matter where he is. Right, right. So it's just of, like he's
1: a sleeper agent.
0: He is,
1: but no, he's looked really good, and it, it seems like he's. I don't I want to say, fixed, but touched up his two seamer because mm-hmm. if you've seen it, this thing's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like it'll start yeah, going you got the
0: out. In and then the slider away. And right. Just
1: so the two-seamer will start outside of the zone and curve back in mm-hmm. and hit, like, the left side of the box. Yeah. And it's disgusting. And it's worked really well from him. Mm. But for number three, I feel like he doesn't get talked enough about. John Curtis. Mm-hmm. I mean, they signed him two years ago now, maybe a little less, because he missed the entire of 2022 with Tommy John, came back this year, and seven innings and a third – ERA, ERA six Ks, Mm. and he seems to be one of the a guy that's going to pitch like sixth, seventh, and he could pitch sixth and the seventh, like a two inning reliever guy. Very
0: valuable,
1: and he's looked great. I mean, his pitches look great. He's not walking a lot of guys, if at all. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things where it's a smart move by the front office signing him to that two year deal knowing he was going to miss 22 because mm. so far, he's been everything you can ask for. So for no, my fourth spot, a little shared, so I get like 4A, 4B, is Drew Smith and Brooks Raley. Mm. Drew Smith, ev- he's the type of guy where like every year I feel is, this is going to be his breakout year. Then mm-hmm. he's like, okay. And like, oh, no, he's going to break out this time. And he's like, he can never take that Almost step like Clark of – Right. Like, you always expect him to take that next step, Mm. but he just never does. And a big part of that, in six innings and a third, he's walked five guys. Yeah. So, it's like a walk per inning, which isn't going to cut it as a reliever, because that can really come back to bite you. But besides that, the complete opposite side, in those six innings, 10Ks. Mm. So, he can strike people out. Sometimes he loses his command, especially Mm. if it's fastball. When his fastball is like probably his best pitch, so then he has to go to his slider and a changeup, and mm. not the best, yeah. and it doesn't play as well if he can't if he can't command command that fastball.
0: Mm. And that's kind of like just a thing of like you saying every year, oh, this is gonna be the year, this is yeah. gonna be the year. And how many years has he been with them? I don't even know. Four uh, or five years. I well, just, think three or four. I want to well, say just, okay, three or four. That's a significant amount of time. Yeah. And he's still having control issues. Right. That's almost like a thing of like. I don't want to say like cut ties, but like once that contract, his rookie contract's over, it's probably just like you resign him?
1: Because I mean, look, he his other issue.
0: Long time away, right? I'm just saying.
1: He does have some health concerns. He can never really stay healthy. That that even yeah, but when he pitches, he he's a excellent reliever. He's like Mm. a low three, high two at best. I mean, right now he has a two point eight four. So he's a. Great reliever. It's just one of those things where, like, you expect him to take the next step and you just never mm-hmm. can. So it's just unfortunate. But so far, he's been great. Um, on the other side of that, Brooks Raley, five innings in a third, 6.75 ERA. It's a little inflated, I will say. It, in the five innings, he had that really bad inning in Milwaukee, which, again, nothing went white. White, yep. Nothing went white. nothing went white in Milwaukee. <laughs> nothing <laughs> went right. Oh my, say that like... Make that a shirt. Make
0: that a shirt. No, nothing went white in Milwaukee.
1: Nothing went right. <laughs> That's really hard to say that fast. Nothing
0: went right in Milwaukee. Yes. Nothing went right in Milwaukee. Nothing went right in Milwaukee.
1: Anyways, nothing went right in Milwaukee. <laughs> and thank you. Thank you. He just. Gave, I think he gave up like four runs in an inning. Not even. So I will say it's a little inflated. My one thing is he's a lefty. He's supposed to be the lefty because uh-huh. God forbid the Mets sign another lefty.
0: How's Andrew Chafin doing? You Pretty talking? good. I'm looking, I'm looking Pretty good.
1: Andrew Chafin was ah. Uh, don't get me started on Chafin. I wanted him. To but know. left-handed hitters are hitting four seventeen off of him with a one point two five oh OPS. He's the lefty. He's supposed to be getting the lefties out. And he's not.
0: Do you want to hear the numbers, Chafin? In six innings pitched, he has eight strikeouts, two saves, and it has an ERA. He has an ERA. He does not have an ERA. He does not. He does not. Have he an ERA. has not let up a run. He has not let up a run. Crazy. A point six six seven whip.
1: And he was he was on the market for how long? What
0: like a six mil, a two year six million dollar deal? For,
1: with the Diamondbacks. Like, like I don't regardless
0: he's 24
1: no way he's like 35
0: oh I know that was debut i was gonna say oh my god i okay. was gonna say no because i'm just like looking at it, i see age 24 where is he 32
1: 32 but still
0: i was gonna i was about to say that man i know like, okay
1: but regardless ignore me rayleigh has not been the lefty that he's.
0: can i cut you off a second go ahead he started with arizona did he really yeah, he started with Arizona, then went to Chicago, then went to Oakland, then yeah. Detroit, then... okay, Right. All right, Off sure. Topic.
1: Anyways, Brooks Raley's not getting lefties out. Mm. And he's supposed to be getting lefties yeah. out. That's, like, the entire reason why they traded for that, him. You, you
0: have another righty in
1: the bullpen. Right, and ro- look up Robertson's splits versus lefties. Because I'm pretty sure Robertson is a better lefty That'd than Brooks Raley. That makes makes sense. Because make ro- I think Robertson's always had good splits. Not he has splits. a lot of,
0: like... He's always had pitches that play better inside. Right. Like, going to the outside. So it's one of
1: those things where, like, you just got to figure it out because, like, you're mm. the lefty. You know, in in a division where you'll, Bryce Harper's going to be back eventually, hmm. you got Matt Olsen. Schwab. Schwarber. You got Luis Arias, who's annoying now.
0: I don't think that matters, though.
1: Still, another lefty. Who else am I missing? Yeah, what I mean, like the big left-handed boppers.
0: Do you want his career, or do you want...
1: his? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, right. Versus lefties,
0: they have eight, they're have they hitting 187, versus righties, 219.
1: Lefties are hitting 187 off of Robertson. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the reasons why Robertson's such a good closer, mm-hmm. because he can get both out, Might especially lefties. Mm-hmm.
0: His numbers are, like, wild. Because he has 10 less innings pitches pitched against lefties. He has 463 strikeouts versus righties, 523 versus lefties. So that's 60 more and 10 less innings pitched.
1: Right. So it's one of those things where, like, obviously... And he's also
0: given up 20 less home runs versus lefties. It does make sense. Yeah, 43 home runs to 22. The ER year... He's given up 50 less earned runs to lefties, Jeez. 141 to 96. Wow. So.
1: I mean, that's look, wild. I mean, that's, that's good on Robertson. I mean, like, fantastic, but
0: do You almost use really? him as a lefty? Like, yeah, honestly. Yes, yes honestly. and no. I mean,
1: yes and no, yeah. Like, you're not going to use him in the seventh inning, mm, but, like, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: you're not going to be afraid if, you know, you got Harper coming up, like, 2-3 in the order, you know what I mean?
0: Hmm. I feel like that almost helps in your division. Because there's going to be a lot of, like, lefties high in orders. Like, Definitely. what, do you think Schwarber's going to stay? Oh, no, they have trade turn now. Where's Schwarber going to be hitting?
1: He's hitting, like, still second, third, I'm second, sure. Second,
0: you think Harper, what, clean up? Three, Three, probably. Three or four. So yeah. if you do it right, you could have him face both. Right. So.
1: And, look, g- again, good on Robertson, but it's one of those things where Rayleigh really just needs to figure it out. Because look, you're a lefty. Your your entire reason you got traded you never for.
0: With the I know, I know. God forbid,
1: but you gotta figure it out. And again, small sample size, five innings. Talk to us in a month. Yeah. It'll definitely be different. Oh. But after that, yeah, seriously. But after that, I kind of got everyone else, because the back end of the bullpen's kind of been like in flux. Mm-hmm. You no. Know, unfortunately, our best friend Dennis Santana got DFA'd, like we talked about earlier. But Tommy Hunter blew up in Milwaukee. Whatever. No. Tommy Hunter is solid. Uh, he's just he can't stay healthy. He Wait, is what older. Happened in Milwaukee? Nothing. Absolutely nothing.
0: Nothing went away in Milwaukee. Nothing
1: happened in Milwaukee. Stephen Negosic, who went on the IL like we talked about, he was really good. He was the cleanup—not cleanup, but like two-three inning guy. And Come he's up. yeah. Well.
0: That's his nickname.
1: The Mop. The Mop. He he has a nice stash, too. It's fantastic. But he's been really good. Then Denny Reyes, who's been up for like a week, has been solid in like Mm. the two appearances he's had. So the kind of back end is always in a flux. So it's kind of hard. Right. But the top guys, I mean, Robertson, Adovino, and Curtis, I feel like, are your 7, 8, 9. But it seems like they want to use Curtis more in like a multi-inning role. Mm. But with. Drew Smith and Brooks-Raley both have the upside. So this even without Diaz, I am very trusting in this bullpen, for better or for worse. But Robertson closing out games, I can't exactly get mad at. Yeah,
0: you, know? you definitely
1: Again, can. not what we signed him for exactly, but he's done an excellent job. He's
0: 38, but he's still pitching like Elite. he's young.
1: Yeah, I mean, look at the year he had last year. It was like 2 8 year, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But look, I mean, bullpens a lot are volatile.
0: Experience everywhere, pitching in the postseason, pitching Yes, league. yes. Everywhere.
1: Yeah, so I think obviously one of the better signings now, but hmm. I I like the bullpen. He had a two,
0: se- uh, 2 7 last year, by the way. And right. in, where's innings pitched? If I could see, only 23 innings. But, oh, wait, no, that's he had a 2 4. I was only looking, looking at, at the, the split. split, yeah. 2-4 okay. ERA and 63. And
1: 63, and I'll take that any day of the week. Oh, uh, yeah. But, no, I, I like the bullpen. I think there's definitely pieces that can improve it. Hopefully, yeah. I uh, unfortunately, we lost Bryce sponsors to Oka, to Tommy John, but you still got a couple guys who can come in and – Fill in the back spots, or even break out and have a really good year. Mm-hmm. So um, I like how the bullpen is now, but I wouldn't mind to see an improvement or two. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, can't complain.
0: David Robertson has a career two eight six ERA. He's very good. And how many? How many years? Fifteen years. He's very good. That I don't know. Off topic, but yeah, but
1: David Robertson's a very good pitcher. I'm glad he's on my team.
0: Yeah, I was very glad he was on the Yankees. Uh, just wait yeah. for Houdini. Attack season. I know.
1: I'll I'll wait for it. But so far, he's been clean. Yeah. But that's all I got from the Mets bullpen.
0: Yeah, I don't really got any comments other than love David Robertson, Ottavino. He's a two, but he's a very scary two in the sense of you trust him to be there, but you know it's lurking. Right. It's lurking in the shadows, just ready. He's
1: going to have a blow up here or there.
0: Yeah. And you will get very, very very mad. You will think he is horrible. Yeah. And then he'll go like 10 scoreless appearance where he's like, right. damn, this guy's Untouchable, yeah.
1: But no, I think very good. I think both New York teams have a very good bullpen or at least have the possibility to be very, very good. Mm-hmm. So, And
0: that's also with both them having some very significant injuries, more to definitely, the Mets, Right. with Diaz. Yeah, I mean, obviously
1: you put Diaz in there and I feel like that's, that's arguably the best and maybe definitely top five, but unfortunately. Padovino
0: was a 3 is.
1: Right, that's what I mean. You got it, If everything went well, you had Diaz in the ninth, Robertson in the eighth, Adovino in the seventh.
0: Yeah.
1: I'd take that any day of the week. But unfortunately, we don't. But still, Robertson has been doing more than enough. Mm. But yeah. that's all I got. That's all, all you I got. got. Yeah. But I guess then, thank you guys for watching and listening. Yeah. Um, it was Nice to have a Manhattan episode yes. again. But again, we're doing these once a week. Yep. So we'll see you guys next week for our next Manhattan. But thank you guys for watching. Remember to subscribe. Follow us on Spotify. uh, Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and wherever you get your podcasts. But that being said.
0: That's really it. We'll see you guys next week.
1: We'll see you guys then.
0: See you guys.